King in it. Rule your own world. We're going in, dear boys. Get puppy. That was Michelle McManus with all that, all this time. You remember Michelle McManus? Absolutely love that, don't you? It's the best part of your day. I do. Could you remember who Michelle McManus was? I don't know. She was the Scottish singer that won UK Pop Idol in 2003. (laughs) Do you remember her? What a girl. What a girl. Oh, wow. You love it. I love seeing your face, though. You just look so happy. It's because I'm excited to see what you'll say about what I pick. Hang on, I'm just going to turn this down because uh, you're... Where's the volume on that? Can you turn that down for me? Mm, I'm excited. Amy's just going a bit too ham. How about I'm, that? I'm the only one with headphones on because um, Amy up. forgot to bring the splitter. Blame me, sunshine. If you're king of the podcast, you come with your equipment. You come ready. Well, it was all of your gaff, wasn't it? So welcome to the king of the podcast. If you're brand spanking new, this series in itself is about our mental adventure through India and a little rickshaw called Chapati Bandita Mayonnaise. It still makes me smile, Craig. Whenever <laughs> you just mention that, I'm like, oh my God, like as much as we wanted to just just die when we were there, <laughs> oh God, yeah. or we thought we just might, I just would love to go back. If I could just flip and go there like tomorrow, I would just Click my fingers and go. It's all right. You basically had a taxi ride from Delhi to Corella. Here he goes. With a breeze in your hair and a slush puppy in your lap. Did you not love being a, a gulab hash- in your pocket? Hashtag rickshaw boy. <laughs> I did love. Don't that. mean to bring it up, like, but. <laughs> so, um, in the last podcast, we talked about our first billion star hotel experience. That's right, we did. We talked about taking our rickshaw to someone's house to get sprayed a new colour. Mm. And we also talked about starting to feel the power and the veracity of diarrhoea. Yikes. That's a word. Did you say veracity or velocity? It was like a mix of the two. <laughs> like ferocious velocity. That is diary worthy. Diary dictionary worthy. <laughs> I don't think we've quite diary, wake, woken up. Waked up, yeah. <laughs> it's like four o'clock. You're right, mate. I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so if you haven't listened to that episode, um, then go back and click that one. But um, I mean, who comes straight into episode? What number is this? I mean, I don't know what this is going to be called, but it could be like Crazy Adventures in Mumbai, and they might have just clicked it from like Pinterest or okay, something. Okay, fair enough. Fair so enough. Um, for all the people who have followed along, hope you've enjoyed the journey, journey so far. And just so you know, right now we're ranked at number seven in the UK for people and places on podcasts. Shut up. Well, we made it again. Made it again, didn't we? Did we? Top ten. You know why that is? That's because people are listening and they're they're leaving us reviews, isn't they? Yeah. Oh, lads, thanks a bunch, man. This is fantastic. It's amazing. One for the CV when I apply for Waitrose in about three days. <laughs> Girls got to eat. Do you know what I mean? Girls got to eat. So um, we're officially on lockdown now, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, I wish I know the lyrics to... On lockdown. You know that song? Damn, I got these bitches on lockdown. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> There you go, going backwards, don't worry. Thank you so much. <laughs> Who sings that? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Great song. Yeah, there's a tune. If I knew the lyrics there, that would have been sick. A bit misogynistic, but okay. if you want to keep your bitches on lockdown, you go, babe. I was going to say, if I say that, though, it's okay because I'm a girl. However, if you haven't seen our social media, I've had my hair cut. 
and I look like Peter Pan. <laughs> so it would be misogynistic no, of me don't. to call bitches bitches. You don't look like Peter Pan. I put green leggings on the other day with the dress. I was like, holy shit. I wish you need my mum. She was crying. I came down the stairs and I went straight back up because I goes look like fucking Peter Pan. She was crying. <laughs> You should have taken a picture of that. We'll get it out later. We'll stick a photo on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Some things, obviously, I just can't wear. Nah, you look great, babes. It Thank really you. shapes your face, and you do. I like it. Cheers. I love it. Thanks. It means a lot, Craig, because you're the only one that needs to fancy me, so that's cool. Yeah. That's well, cool. a lot of people do fancy you. Thank you. It's blown up on TikTok. It's on 220,000 views and about 40,000 likes now. It's just uh, what I do. It's just the face you got. You got a face for TikTok. <laughs> Back to the uh, registered schedule program. Where are we You're at? You're never going to get that, are you? Is it wrong? Is that wrong? Regular schedule. <laughs> the registered schedule program. You're what does your diary mate. say, Holmes? Okay, what does it say? We're going straight in for a diary entry. Where so, are we at in India right now? So we are between Ahmedabad and Mumbai. So we're trying to make our way there, but it was a hell of a drive. So literally, Mumbai is like what? Mid. Mid India, probably. Yeah, yeah, to the to the west coast. West coast, West Side. West Sahid. Um, yeah. So, diary day number thirty seven, thirteenth of March, two thousand nineteen. It was over a year ago we were in India. How mad that, is that? Honestly, it does not seem that long ago. Where does the time go? Thirty seven days in India. Well, oh, that's gonna break anybody in it. Yeah. Were we at mental breakdown right now? Well, this is actually a good day. Oh, so here we go. I'm day thirty seven. Ahmedabad to Novotel even though I don't think that's what it was called. Attempted to drive to Surat, but didn't quite make it in time as the sun was setting. We found a lush hotel with a banging restaurant called the Nova something. Managed to bag ourselves some Indian oil snapbacks on, at the petrol station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so every time we'd rock up to petrol station, oh, my nan, you want to see the party we had. <laughs> Everyone was just like, they couldn't believe their eyes that two white folk were in India <laughs> driving a rickshaw. And every everyone just wanted to be our friend, didn't they? Yeah, it the was The smiles class. coming through, were, it was amazing. So the, the Indian oil is like one of the main petrol stations in India. And they had these sick pinstriped polo shirts yeah. and I wanted one I was like I don't care if it's off someone's back like I wasn't about to rob him like but... Footlocker-esque Yeah like like an orange collar with mm. like a pinstripe blue it was sick They were gangster And um, I asked them if we could have one and they, they basically went no really deadpan and I was like oh human and then he was like wait here and then he disappeared he came back with two Indian oil hats for us yeah. snapbacks as well And they did the whole shake our hands and Photo take a picture ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> They're my favourite moments. They love a little ceremony in India, don't they? Like, Here's a chocolate pie, shake my hand. <laughs> yeah, so good. That was so, gorgeous, um, we love that. I wore, I still got that, I wore it the other day. Did you? It's stinking, but I don't care. Great memories in that hat. Mm. So um, yeah, had my first proper meal today and have my at- appetite back finally. Back yeah. on the solids in brackets. <laughs> oh, bless your soul. <laughs> So yeah, um, I remember getting to that hotel and we'd, we'd driven all day. The sun was setting, but we were so shattered. Do you remember when we got in that lift and we were just black, our faces were that's black it. in the dirt? That's it. You walk outside, you think, oh, I've been in the sun for, for quite a bit of today. <laughs> then you get in the shower and it's gone. Because yeah. you're so dirty, <laughs> you could just wipe that. it off and you'd have like a mark, yeah. a white mark, which is um, such a shame. But that was like... It was a nice hotel, wasn't it? It was, it was beautiful. I think we did actually, we were like, oh, we'll put a bit more money in because we're absolutely shattered. Yeah. And it was lovely, yeah. It was really nice. So, what I mean, food did we have? We had, um, 
we had uh, Indian food. I can't remember what it was, but I, I was I was feeling it. And we had, mm. remember I was trying to get you to try that spicy sauce. That's and right, yeah. You being a little fanny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't do it. Why? Because you, little fanny. I'd be squirting all over the no, shop. No, can we not? <laughs> That's, sorry if you're eating your dinner or anything like that. <laughs> I imagine that. It's a family sitting around having dinner. And listen to, <laughs> listen to this. Oh, I don't know what oh, to say. Oh, there, Amazon Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, what you have Alexa, mute. <laughs> <laughs> mute. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Stop it. So yeah, we we um we had a good rest that day, and mm. then uh, we carried on. So this is the next day. Um, day thirty-eight. Woke up thinking we were going to Mumbai, but realised it was a twelve-hour drive. Ah, oh, so we we ended up reaching the sea finally. Bit brown in color, in brackets. The sea, <laughs> yeah, a bit brown. Why? Oh, <laughs> is the sea by Mumbai? Is it? No, no, we we drove to the coast first. All right, so, so let me know what we're doing then, because I've got a clue. Oh yeah, I just said we thought we were going to Mumbai, but realised it was a twelve-hour drive. Okay, so we went to the beach. We drove out to the Let's coast. Go to the beach, east, away. <laughs> so this is the fantasy in our heads. We were like, we haven't seen a beach since we've been in India. We'll drive to the coast. It's going to be euphoric. We're going to beautiful. plunge into the beautiful the blue palm ocean. trees and coconuts and we t- on tap. <laughs> and then we turn up and there's like a little village next to this beach. And you can just see this like putrefied, toxic black river word. flowing into the ocean. And oh, I was like, sick. definitely not swimming in there then. No, there was nobody in, was there? It was brown wave. It was like a chocolate milkshake. Oh, for God's sake. That's a shame. <laughs> for God's sake. Were you regretted? I was fuming, yeah. There were still people in there. I was like, I am going to catch the plague if I get in that. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Um, so then it says, uh, headed as far as the Pink Lake Resort and Bar near a town called Dahanu. We were literally, this is when we started getting into the back ends of nowhere. Yeah. So we were in a fishing village. Oh, yeah, that was really called cool. Jai. Yeah, which was, was really cool. Yeah. I'm glad you wrote these down. I would never I, have yeah, remembered. I, never in a million years. So we, we went through and it really started to smell, didn't it? But everybody started coming out of their houses because the houses were really close to the road. The road was really small. And I don't think anybody had a rickshaw there, did they? I don't think they would have been like wealthy enough to own a rickshaw. Yeah, I didn't see any in that town. No. Everyone just had like push bikes. It wasn't really a town, was it? It was like... It was a fishing village, yeah. Yeah, but there was no proper roads, was there? It was kind of no. like a dusty track, so we just made our way down. It, it was, was really... a wrong turn, wasn't it? Yeah. We took the wrong turn. It was really nice, though. Yeah, it was really cool. And like, you can imagine the back end of nowhere. I know we've said this a million times on this podcast, but me and Amy, like, we, we look a bit peculiar anyway. And then oh, speak for yourself. And then we turn up in a rickshaw. Everyone knows who Peter Pan is. <laughs> <laughs> like you said... Two little white fellas rocking up in a rickshaw. Yeah. They were just like, what is going on? Who they just looked so is? confused. They were like tapping their mates on the shoulders and all pointing. With their mouths wide open. Yeah. Like, and they didn't what? speak for ages because they were just so shocked. Yeah. yeah. But then when you look at them and you smile or wave, they're like, oh, hiya. Hey, babes, what, what brings you here? <laughs> so it says, um, there must never have been tourists here because we had about 10,000 eyes on us driving down the street. Yeah. Amy actually drove for about two hours a day. Did I? Which was nice to see the sights from the back of Chapati for a change. Oh, you're such a legend. About bloody time. You're, well, you're welcome so much. I didn't mind driving it. It wasn't even the whole driving. Well, it was a little bit because it was kind of hard and you had to get it right. But it was just so... It was the traffic, Craig. 
absolutely mental roads and that was just what freaked me out. Yeah, you were quite good on that little strip though, weren't you? If it's quiet and it's just one straight road, I am the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we headed from there then. We we managed, I remember that night was crazy when we got to that pink resort bar. We were just, there was there was nothing around and we found that place. But this was when we found it online and we booked in. It looked lush, didn't it? It looked amazing. And it had a pool. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, it had a pool. But it looked like, it looked like, if anyone's ever played like Grand Theft Auto, Miami Vice, it looked like one of the hotels from like the 80s, Miami. It, exactly spot on. It yeah. was like pastel faded painted walls. Yeah, like like pink flamingo pink yeah like a huge bar with no one there there was nobody it was like a ghost town wasn't it and we had fucking jam sandwiches again didn't we? oh winning oh, winning to to strengthen our bodies <laughs> for the future a nice nutritional western <laughs> breakfast of jam sandwiches bubblegum jam craig <laughs> but yeah oh my oh god. god but yeah we, we parked a party right outside didn't we and we could keep an eye on her and yeah, yeah, I remember that spot. I do. Yeah. So, no, that was what what happened when we got in there. Was it banging? Were they working on it? Or oh, something? yeah. It was. There was like no one in the hotel. And they put us in the in the room next to the, what are they called? People that work on buildings. Construction. Construction bit. That's right, isn't it? Because we were like, so like you can't even like let's try and say this now. You can't even imagine how tired we were every single day that we got to. To a hotel in the evening, and it was always sundown on it, and we'd always leave pretty early. Yeah, and like you especially with the with the how taxing that would have been on your back, like mm. just riding that bike all day. Bike. Well, it's a rickshaw, and it was a bike, you know. <laughs> and me just, I, well, I gotta say, you know, it wasn't the most comfortable. Oh, you weren't that comfortable on your three seater sofa the, in the back. Uh, we were your little... cup of tea. <laughs> I didn't have tea. It was way too hot for tea. But yeah, get the little violins out because it did play hell with my back, Craig. It did. And my knees, proper sore. But yeah, so every time we got to a place, we were like, please be nice. Please don't have like a rock hard bed. But yeah, as soon as we got there and there was construction, I was like, we're going to die. We won't ever survive this like just tiredness. Yeah. True tiredness, wasn't it? So I called the guy up. I was like, skew me, love. Skew me. Skew me, love. Um, <laughs> can we change rooms or can you fuck off? I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that to him. <laughs> You're so rude. Like, what on earth would he have said to that? Like, no. Uh, no. Pad- pardon, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I just said, can we move rooms? And then they just stopped. It was like 10 at night as well. It was late. Yeah. But there we go. Enough of that moaning. Yeah. So we, we managed to get there, and then we the next day we plodded on then. Full, we, full of jam sandwiches, ready for the day. <laughs> uh, so I, I basically I went through these diary extracts, and there's not much interesting stuff in there, so I just bullet-pointed a bunch of things that happened. Okay. So the first thing that happened, we, we drove for nine hours. You're such a quitter, Craig. To get to Mumbai. Mm. And when we got there, the first problem with the rickshaw happened. We snapped the throttle. Oh yeah. Throttle cable. So I was in like heavy traffic. It literally. Was like a busy road. Five yeah. lane traffic. Luckily we were on that we were on the outside. Because we, we stuck to the left because that was the slow lane, just in case anything happened. Oh, don't don't downgrade my driving. Well no, because you do swerve in and out of everybody, but if we're having a little liaison, we just stay on What's the left. What's a liaison? Just like a slow liaise. <laughs> you know what one of those of is. Travel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
None of that was happening whilst a we were driving. A little chaise long of travel. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. I, I, I'm not really switched on. All today. right, we were having a chaise long and we were in the outside <laughs> lane. <laughs> The inside lane. <laughs> inside lane. And I went to accelerate and it just went, and just the cable snapped. Mm. We didn't know what it was, though, did we? No. Well, no, I did know because the, the throttle didn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just went loose, didn't it? You could just like, yeah, flap it was just about. like flapping about. Yeah. So we pulled over. And uh, luckily, we, when we bought the rickshaw, we had a bunch of spare stuff. And one of the spare things was the uh, the actual cable. Yeah, well, we never thought to ask for any of this, did we? No. We didn't even have proper documents for it, I don't think. No. We just sort of went, oh, fantastic, we've bought a rickshaw, we got to go. Yeah. And, and luckily, yeah, I mean, we managed to change the colour of the roof, but apart from that, we didn't know what they'd given us, but luckily, yeah, we had a little pack, didn't we, which was lush. Yeah, so um, we, we, it's always the same in India, like, you, if, if someone doesn't know how to fix a the problem, they've got a mate or a cousin or a cousin brother who knows how to fix cousin it. Cousin brother. So we spoke to a cousin brother. It's <laughs> just so funny. That's what they say. We're not just making this up. But they, they don't say, say cousin brother. They say, but how do they say it? Cousin, cousin brother. My cousin brother. My cousin brother. <laughs> yeah, I'll give my cousin brother. So we had a cousin brother and uh, he actually gave us some water as well. Oh, water. Some water. See, because if you ask for water, not a clue, mate. Doesn't yeah. know what you're on about. But if you have some water. It's the accent. That's it. So yeah, and we found the garage and then he had a mate and they spent about 45 minutes yeah. putting this cable in. I never would have been able to fix it. I probably would. I just didn't oh, have the time. Shut up, I didn't man. have the time that day. Absolutely. I was quite busy. You know, I had emails to send and that. So these lovely fellas fixed the, the cable for us and then we were on our way. They didn't take a penny No, they wouldn't us. take any money. We tried. I couldn't believe like, it. No. Honestly. I, I know we had all the pieces in that, but yeah, they worked so hard. There was three of them on there. Yeah. Oh, it's just... Beautiful people. I know. Beautiful people. And everyone talks shit about Mumbai. Like, loads of people like, oh, Mumbai, like this and that. Mm, a bit like Bangkok, though. Yeah. But you don't see it properly. You don't see it like we see it, Craig. You know what I mean? Yeah, we go in deep. People go, they go, oh, it's too busy. It's really dirty. Not for me. Yeah. But you don't appreciate the country, the, the city as a city. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to open your eyes and really get in there. you got to get in there. You well, have. We, we got in there. Of course we did. We had a bloody rickshaw. So um, the worst part about arriving in Mumbai was um, Captain B was in charge of the next booking. Oh, oh. And um, oh, right, turn this off. We're just gonna have a little fight, <laughs> and then we'll start again. So she books it in the fucking. Excuse my French. <laughs> she books it. We're like, dropping the f bombs. I know. Loads. I have. Sorry, I'm really sorry. If there's any children listen to this, don't say f words. Um, what was it called? Like the oh, I've if you can a imagine, because I slagged them off big time. If no, if you can imagine. The place where it was booked, it was literally like, it was like downtown. It was like somewhere where in New York where you see this, everybody's walking around delivering stuff. There's like it was fish like a fish, yeah. It was and, like a port, yeah, where things come in <laughs> yeah. and out. There and, was about a thousand people in one street, yeah, and the traffic was chock a block, yeah. That everyone was trying to get somewhere, and like there was police officers in the street, like directing the traffic. We moved like centimeters, and it was in a, baking in a minute, hot yeah. as well. It was, yeah. And we hadn't eaten all day. Yeah. That's... And we just had the cable broke. And we'd driven for 10 hours at this, this point. This was a really long day, wasn't it? And I we feel like, like all we're doing is there. moaning about all this. I mean... But it's, I feel like people need to know, like, the extent of what we went through. Yeah, these are, like, you know, you watch the vlogs to see the excitement and the entertainment and what happened and how crazy and great it all was. And this is, like, the backstories of what we didn't show do you know yeah, what I mean of how we got to those places yeah yeah so we're driving through all this mental traffic and we get to the hotel 
Let's keep this short because I don't want to go on and moan because I feel like all we're doing is moaning. Okay, give him my name. Did I went up, didn't I? You went up. Give him my name. Captain B went up, said, I made a book in a line. What did he say? And he said, basically, they, you've booked through a Goda and now we don't book through a Goda anymore. So you can't stay here. You have to cancel with them and there's no room oh, for you. Oh, they, that was it. They'd cancelled it. But we didn't get any notification to say he'd cancelled it. Mm. And before I'd walked in, I heard another woman shouting at him. And I was just like, About oh, God, what's thing, going on yeah. here? So obviously he was just messing about. He wanted us to book directly through him. So he didn't get the Agoda charge. That's what it was. Mm. And he cancelled it just on a whim. And it was like silly money on top. And I was like, that isn't fair. Yeah. So I shouted at him and he shouted at me. Um, and then I walked out and got in the car and slagged him off behind his back. Which car did you get in then? The rickshaw. <laughs> and then we went somewhere else, didn't we? So then ensued about three hours of us driving around to different hotels. Like, we'd given up trying to book online. We couldn't find it. Could Oh, no. We couldn't find one to book. Was that what it was? So we just yeah. had to go door to door. Yeah. That's right. And um, we eventually found one, which was an absolute dive. <laughs> There's a running theme here, I think, isn't there? It's just for us. It was just for us. There was two prices, one for locals and one for, what do they Foreigners. call them? Foreigners. And That's it, you. It was 15 quid. No windows. It was a box room. You could, it was literally a bed and a TV on the wall and a, a shower that stank. And we were like, let's have a shower and we'll go out. And we went to the beach because there's a beach yeah. in Mumbai. There's a few beaches in Mumbai because it's on the coast, which yep. is mad. Um, and wicked. Yeah, it was I have amazing. to say. Although I can't remember how dirty that oh, sea was. Stinking. Stinking. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. But um, <laughs> we still we still have a great time though, didn't we? Yeah, there was like a food market in the night. Um, Everybody just goes outside in yeah. the evenings, and that's just it. Does something for my mental health, Craig. It just makes you so. It just opens your eyes to like. The evenings, doesn't it? <laughs> Opens your That's eyes a really stupid the way of trying to. But do you know what I mean? It's like lovely to see everyone congregate outside, people sitting outside eating. Everybody takes their family to the beach. They've got like a like picnic um, little blankets, and yeah. And on the side of the beach, there was like a big food market, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah, it was wicked, and yeah, it was just families like sitting on these big mats and stuff, and yeah, everyone just watching the sunset go down, which was beautiful. Yeah. Good, good little pink, eerie, not eerie, like pink vibes, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a really strange atmosphere in Mumbai because it's yeah. so, it's, it's, I think it's one of the most polluted places in the world. A lot of people I live there, yeah. So this, there's like smog that like just lingers over the city. Mm. So whatever time of the day, you never get like full on sunshine. It's like always like through a filter of like this smog. It's and, still but, hot though, isn't it? Yeah. But through the sun, like when the sun sets, the colours are incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we managed to like take the drone up and see the city from the drone and stuff. And, really, yeah, it really was beautiful. Unreal. So like after all that drama, like the the throttle cable snapping and the hotel cancelled and all that and the crazy traffic, like Mumbai was one of the places I could not wait to go to. Yeah. And I was oh. so buzzing to be there. Uh-huh. When we first ever were like India. Yeah. Or, or even before we were going to India, I think you'd have asked me, like, where's one place on the, in the world you want to go? And I would have said Mumbai. Yeah. We've read books with it, in, yeah. haven't we? What was that book? Shantaram. Oh, my God. Give Shantaram a read, even if you're not going to India or mm. anything. It's a brilliant book. It's the best book I've ever read. Yeah. I mean, that's quite strong. Yeah. So. It's incredible because it really sets the scene in India and it describes it so well. 
And um, well, it, it describes like the crime and stuff that goes on <laughs> behind the scenes and and stuff. But yeah, yeah, but it's fiction. It's supposed to be based on a true story, but I don't think it is. But yeah, Shantaram, incredible. So because of that book, we're like, oh, Mumbai's going to mm-hmm. be insane. Like yeah. we couldn't wait to go. I just I don't know what I'd heard about Mumbai, but like try and think to yourselves now if you've never been to Mumbai, what do you think it would be like? And I bet you can't, unless you've seen our videos, I bet you can't really picture it. Yeah. But yeah, it was fantastic. I, I loved it. I mean, I'm a city gal, and I? So I love all that. I think we do, like, we always, whenever there's like a city, like Bangkok, that people like, are like, oh, I'd never go there because it's smelly. I think that intrigues me and you more. We're like, yeah. Is it? Is it that that bad though? Yeah. Or is it good? The same with Manila. Everyone was like, Manila is crap. I'd never go there. Yeah, yeah. And I love Manila as well. Yeah. And Bangkok and Mumbai. Yeah. We're that kind of people, aren't we? It's just so much culture there. It's so different. It's like the real version of that city. Yeah. That that country. Even. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. So we had a little sleep in our little box room. Was that the one where we jumped on the bed and it was really smelly? No, that was en route. That was um, where was this one then? That was between like a Medabad and somewhere else. Oh, okay. And we had to remember that form. We had to fill out like a four foot form to say we were foreigners. Four hundred questions on there just to stay in this shit old room. Yeah, and a lot of them. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but there's Oyo O Y O hotels around India, and you can only stay in them if you're Indian. Really? Yeah, pretty sure. I call bullshit. <laughs> Correct um, me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but we I'm sure we, we went to book a few of them and we couldn't. Thanks for that drive. You're welcome. Top story so of the day. The next day we decided we were gonna go to a famous place called Dobie Gart. Dobie Gat? Dobie Gart. Dobie Gart, yeah. Which is the biggest laundry service in the world. That's right. Dobie Gart. What a place. Go on then, set the scene. So uh, we rocked up in our rickshaw, probably full of jam sandwiches ready for the day. <laughs> and then we met a guy who came like running out to meet us. What was his name? Barley. His name was Barley, yeah. Barley, yeah. Um, and he had a wonky arm, kind of like, just sort of hung off like Nemo, didn't it? It was, it was, it was hurt, wasn't it? Not hurt, but he was born like it, maybe. Oh, poor Barley. <laughs> so stop reading while I'm, I'm speaking. I'm listening to you. I'm, that's why I'm listening. You, you don't give me anything when I'm trying to... Oh, poor Barley. No, I didn't know what to say. Like, his arm's messed up. You're rude. I never his, said that. His arm's pure mash-up. No, I never said that. <laughs> but he came running out anyway, and he was like, um, let me show you around. And we're like, listen, Barley, mate, I've read about this place. I read that you can just walk through on your own. There's no entrance fee. It's not like a museum or anything. And I don't really need a guide. But then he started talking and he talked us into it, basically. He was like, listen, I, how long had he been there for? Oh, years. Probably his whole life. Probably his whole life. And he was, what, 60-odd? Yeah, I'd say so. So he was, he was like... Probably 20. I know, I know. I know this place like the back of my hand. Don't start laughing. And then... (laughs) You're rude. And then... He was like, I know people that live here. I can show you into people's houses. I, I know the route, the best way to get around this place. And we were like, do you know what? That sounds good to us. And he was a lovely guy. And we thought, let's go with you then. Yeah. So he took us around, didn't he? And oh, the shots we got on that was beautiful. Like people, they they would wash the clothes on, on a stone, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would, slap they would a rock. Sl- slap, slap a pair of trousers onto a rock. <laughs> 
Slap about trousers. Slap about trousers. Onto a rock um, to sort of, you know, act as a washing machine, I guess. A washing machine. Washing machine. And then, yeah. And he was even doing it with like teddy bears, which is, which is a bit scary. But, you know, they were all just getting washed. Um, yeah. And there was an abundance of water. And there was like, the whole place was like draped with bed bed linens and and sh- bed sheets wasn't it mm. so it was kind of like you were in this little fairy land and all yeah. above you was these just like just going in the wind blowing in the wind little sheets yeah it was really like something quite beautiful about it, was it. Beautiful. and like the the way the light went through like mm-hmm. came through all the shutters while they had like this yeah. how would you describe it like the sheet metal as roofs and there'd yeah. be gaps where the sun would be coming through dying, yeah. and then there'd be a guy like ironing uh, and like the steam coming up and everything it was like super oh, atmospheric the pictures you it got was were, so cool yeah, amazing so this is like a little diary extract from that that morning yeah just a little snippet so hundreds of people families and children washing ironing and folding clothes Bali, our guide, asked for a hundred dollars as a tip when we $100? left. Hundred dollars? Is that what he asked for? And we That's gave, mad. In we India. gave him two hundred rupees. Which is how much? Uh, Less than a fiver. I think it was about a fiver. Yeah, we were only in there about twenty minutes. Oh yeah, you know, hundred dollars he wanted. Madness. And remember, guys, if you go to India, either ask for a price up front if you know you're going to get charged, <laughs> or don't just give him a hundred dollars because that's mad. That literally would have lasted us for about five days. Mental, but it was totally worth it because there's like a to- there's like an actual platform where the tourists go mm. and they look in. It's really weird. You just look over. It's it. almost like a zoo. Yeah. Like when I feel like that's not right for, to do that, but then obviously they couldn't have swarms of tourists walking through because people are working. Yeah, but because we I don't know how up, we found found the right entrance, we just I, went. Yeah, I think they they must have people come in to go in. We asked, didn't we? We asked on the street. No, he clocked us. He saw us driving in the rickshaw. Yeah. He was like, "Madam, madam," and yeah. he, he waved us down. So, how many people w- was in there? Oh, I can't remember. I didn't write it down either. Uh, Six thousand. Is in my brain. Is that the people that work there, or how many people they wash for? Because they wash for the whole, the whole city. city. Yeah, so they, they imagine get... this now, like yeah. hotels and everything. They wash everything. Yeah, well, not every person. Like they can't work for everyone, but like it goes all over the city. Mm-hmm. It's like huge bundles of guy, guys like carrying huge bundles of sheets on their back. Yeah. Um, but they get like a free water supply from the government because they're, right, they're yeah. providing a service. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the people live like they actually live there. Like you walk in some rooms and there's just like a little mattress on the floor. Tiny rooms, like um, with, with with hardly any. They've got like concrete floors. There's nothing on the walls and and barely any windows, isn't it? Yeah, but they they're all so happy. Like yeah. the kids, are playing kids are playing, and like yeah. everyone you saw smiled, and it was it was really nice. Yeah. I loved it. it was I guess so it would be good. quite a good job, and it was really cool in there as well, wasn't it? Yeah, like you you, not in direct. You're not in direct sun, are you? So yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I loved that. It was good. Something it? quite different, yeah. I think that was one of my favourite that was my high, one of my highlights from Mumbai, seeing that. No, that was if you've watched the vlog, Bali was like, and then you have separate separate this and separate separate that <laughs> yeah. and separate separate he kept saying separate. I was like, You take the piss. Like you literally take the piss. Yeah. I I think his his English is limited. Um so He's like every time you ask every time you ask them a specific question, like, oh so the people live here and he would just repeat the same thing. Go oh, separate, separate ironing, separate, separate cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so he like, you didn't answer my question. He was quite good though, wasn't yeah, he? He did was have good. very good English for He had good bants. Yeah, he was he was a lad. So yeah, cheeky devil asked for a hundred dollars, but we still gave him the tip. He tried, um, didn't he? And then we went for we went for a little tali in the Madras cafe. So if you go to Mumbai, it's a good little cafe, that one. That was in the day. Which one was that? 
It was like, um, it looked like it's just a standard cafe. We drove there on a rickshaw and there was like little booths. Um, you know, it, it was quite forgettable. It was, the food was good, but it, it was, you know. I, re- I remember the tally we had. Oh, no, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> so um, we had, a, this was a huge day. We did loads this day. So after that, we went to um, the India Gate. Well, we went to the palace first. That's right, yeah. We tried to get into the palace in our rickshaw, didn't we? Yeah. They Don't try less. that. Don't try that. We checked it for bombs. They literally had like, you know, like mirrors on the end of like long sticks. Mirror stick, high tech stuff. And they were putting it under the rickshaw to see if we were going to bring anything in. Mm. Did someone take the keys for us? Yeah. Yeah. So they did go and park it for us. Yeah, we had a little, what do you call it? <laughs> Valet service. Yeah. That's really cool. So the, the, the palace is kind of like on the edge, isn't it? It's right by the sea. Mm. Um, and on this long promenade, and it's right next to the India Gate. Oh, yeah. I think we I think we said it wrong. I think, I think we got it wrong. Yeah, we got it mixed up with another one. People were kicking off on YouTube. The Gate of India, or so. Yeah, people were kicking off. Sounds about that. Yeah, can't get it all right, can you? We usually get it wrong. So, but the palace was like stunning. You can stay in it's you like a five star hotel. Can't you? It was yeah. like ultra posh. It was people. Yeah, we were rocking up in the smelliest clothes that we'd been oh, driving the rickshaw. Oh, actually, thinking in. we were. And uh, we yeah. Long story short, we ordered two coffees, waited two hours and got them for free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks good, but yeah, we it's because we asked for soy milk, I think, and they said they had it, but really I I'm don't pretty think sure did. he sent someone to the shop to go and buy some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what you would do, wouldn't you, if you had an establishment of that? Yeah. Kind of. Very posh. But yeah, yeah, then we went to the India Gate and the selfies there were just hectic. Oh, yeah. So we didn't last long. Yeah, there. if you we go anywhere go. where there's a lot of people... um, just note that you will be asked for 4.6 million selfies. Mm. But they're all so lovely. But you just got to get out of there. Because you can't really just go, oh, no, you know, I don't think though. But yeah, it was lovely. What is the India Gate? Um, it was something to do with the British the... troops coming over and they wrote all their names in it or something. Mm, something that's like so that. wrong. That yeah, is so wrong. Yeah, I think wrong. that's really wrong. It's something to do with the war. But if you want to know, you should go there yourself. And find oh no! Out. If you want to know, go on our on our vlog. I'm sure we say yeah. We yeah, would have googled we said it. it. Wrong though, remember? Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Don't worry about that. You can miss that though, uh, if you want. You know, there's better things to see. No offense, India. So I've got the days mixed up. Did we do the clothes challenge the same day, or was that the day after? I can't remember. Go for it. So after that, then no, it was the next day because it was getting dark then. So that evening we went on and we had literally the best dining experience ever first of all we turned up to this it was like um i've got i've got a massive smile on my face right now <laughs> just fyi it was a, a food market and all the food looked incredible they cook on these big iron flat round things big grids didn't they but griddles is that what you call it yeah and they and they have these giant woks and they're like frying up onions and all kinds the and colors and the smoke and the smells and everything beautiful i had a vegetable sandwich you absolute oh. tit you're a tit there was everything you could even imagine yeah beautiful and he's like oh um, i'll have a vegetable sandwich please yeah but hang on are you mad let me fight my corner they put ghee in everything so if you're going to india and you're vegan they put yeah ghee in which is butter and amy wasn't vegan then so you were smashing all the cheese and all the butter weren't you so you didn't give a shit yeah i think that's right you had a pizza you, you called me a tea you had a pizza mate hold the phone Holmes. <laughs> i remember hold the phone this was no pizza. Shit. Oh my God. You know when people say to you, if you were ever on death row, what would your last meal be? I know exactly what it would be. It would be that. I can't even describe what it was. It, pizza. It wasn't a pizza. 
But the, oh, oh, bloody hell, I wish I could remember. It, it was just the best tasting thing I'd ever put in my mouth. And we were walking through this street to actually get to a restaurant. So we'd filled up on bloody <laughs> pizza and vegetable sandwiches by the time we'd actually got to the, what was the restaurant called? Um, It was called Sri Thaka Bojanale. That's I'll write right. it down because that's probably the wrong pronunciation. Sri, Th- Sri Thaka. If you put that Shree in, Thaka. you will find it. S-H-R-E-E-T-H-A-K-E-R. That is the spot I'm not going to lie, guys. It was, first of all, Amy had... Amy ruined her dinner because she had a bloody pizza. I did, yeah. I had a veggie sarni. I got a bigger stomach. I was just prepping myself for this big feast that I was about to have. Yeah. So when we turned up, the fellow who greeted us, he was like really nice. And he said it was 900 rupees per person. Which is more than average. Yeah, it was pretty pricey. Yeah. But, but we were like, can we just share one? And he was like, no. And we were like, what? Why not? So we had this weird like standoff where he was saying no, but... When we started getting served, we understood why. So basically, you get a big silver round tray, like a tali, with loads of diff- different dishes. Yeah. And then, so I, we, I said, can you do a vegan? And he said, yeah. And they basically come out with all these different dishes. And there's servers that go around and top up each pot. And they tell you how to eat everything. I think they, they told us how to eat it. But the, the, the restaurant was packed. It was obviously a top place. Yeah. Everybody else would have known how to eat it. But he was telling us what to put with what, wasn't he? Well, I did see him telling a lot of other Westerners as well. He he made me get one then, didn't he? I just didn't pay for it. Oh, yeah. He ended yeah. up giving you one, yeah. So, yeah. I was like, was... I'm not that hungry. And he was like, oh, no, honestly, you should try it. And I yeah. was like, oh, but I honestly can't fit anything in. Bless him. He, he gave me charges, one anyway. He only charges for one yeah, as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's all kind they are, yeah. But it was the best dining experience ever. At first, when they were like telling me what to eat with what, I was like, mate, just let me have my dinner. <laughs> but then after I got into it and like every flavour combo he was giving me, I was like, oh, sick, bro. <laughs> so what was it? It was like a piece of like chapati with like a bit of curry mixed with like this pickle stuff and oh, all kinds God. of everything you can imagine and they had dessert in the middle of it as well didn't they it was, was certain breads and certain yeah, rices there was and, like five different types of breads it was like rice bread there was about lentil how, bread it was about 16 16 16 different trays little, little um, what are they called um we're so rubbish what are you cooking little t- beans with tea something t- i had it the other day and i was like i must remember that tin no, hang on. It's like a little silver dish, tiny little silver dish. Ramekin. Is that what it's called? A ramekin. Sorry, doesn't <laughs> oh, expect to say that. <laughs> I'm Sixteen to different that. ramekins. Sixteen ramekins. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just every single mouthful was a taste explosion. Yeah. It was ah, oh, honestly. They know how to do it, don't they? And I love pick a mix, and I love party food, so that's just sensational. That's a bit of me. Yeah. I just only wish we hadn't. I hadn't had that vegetable sandwich because yeah. I was full kind of quick as well. Yeah. And he was loving feeding us. I wasn't know. He? They just came round. They they literally had like a satchel, um, <laughs> but instead of it being a satchel on the end, it was like a crossover body bag <laughs> with like a bucket on the end, wasn't it? I don't remember that. And oh yeah, just, yeah. They they would use a ladle and just top Spoon you up. It in. Yeah, literally just all packed round like a builder where he's got all his tools in his like fanny pack. He literally had one of those. <laughs> Brilliant so, idea. So good to describe uh, it. Mate, stuff. we've got to bring this to the UK. Yeah. We would. We would. Builders with fanny packs spooning in soup to people's. <laughs> Ramekins. Ramekins. <laughs> <laughs> 
But all the time, though, we were loving it. Oh, it was brilliant. so good. It was really dark by then, wasn't it? And we'd park somewhere weird, and I was like, oh, God. Because although, you know, there's loads of people around, mm. and certain, like... So it was dark and you've got like a main street and then you've got all these streets off it and all these side alleys and we were down one, weren't we? Yeah. So I was a little bit worried about Chapati because mm. obviously we've got King in it and all of our like socials on the back of it. It's obviously not an Indian um, rickshaw, mm. but that belonged to an Indian person. So I was always worried that like crazy teens would like break in and steal it or something. So I was always a bit worried, yeah. but, but it was a dodgy a dodgy place like the street over wasn't it yeah driving home we were a bit like you need to go faster yeah we had dogs and stuff and we were just a bit worried um I can't remember I don't I can't remember being worried no no I think people might have been shouting or it's just just some weird people lurking in, in the evenings that like you think oh he's yeah. a bit dodgy but I think with most places you just kind of use your common sense if you get like a weird vibe because like we we did no research we weren't like right we want to go to this cafe but is there a dodgy neighbourhood we're just like oh we're going to that cafe mate yeah we don't care where it is this is the picture I want that yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take a bullet for a tally <laughs> So yeah, we, we that was incredible. And then that same night then We still go in. That yeah, was a day. This wasn't is it? all in one day. So Holy that same mother. day, we were driving home, completely innocent, and we heard all these drums kicking off. Oh, and we're yeah. like, Oh, what's that noise? We thought it was a wedding. Wedding. I was like, watch me get invited to this wedding now. It's hundred percent <laughs> happening today. I'm gonna make sure we can go into it. I had a shirt on ready as well. Did you? And I was like, Right, okay, so this and these guys were like, Come come over, they like what's it called? Said, come over Called with their hands. Over. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we parked the workshop. I went over. And then what was the festival called? It was like a, a Muslim Sufi. festival. This, Sufi. Well, uh, I don't think it had a name. But, oh, shit. That has got a name. Watch a vlog if you want to know the name. Just, you Google it now. So basically, there's all these guys. There's loads of drums kicking off. And these guys, they're piercing all different parts of their body with like these long metal rods like thin metal rods so the first guy we saw he he stuck one through his cheek and then they were putting like rupees on the end of the metal like to tip him and they were just like making all this noise like all these drums booting off and and then it was almost like i think it's like a self-harming festival isn't it they believe that they're getting possessed by sufi gods is it a muslim thing yeah yeah and yeah, they like pierce themselves and it's weird. There's like one guy who's like t- calling the shots, taking the show kind yeah. of thing. And he like, he's got this massive metal rod and he like licks it. And, yeah. then, he, and then he stabs it through like a guy's it up arm. With his mouth. Yeah, it's That's so, so unhygienic. Yeah. <laughs> so then, unhygienic. So then, you know, this guy's got his arm out. If you think of like the top of your arm is pierced like right through with this big metal rod. And then everyone's going around putting like small notes on top of it, not even mm. like big notes. The guy, I was like, "How much do I give?" And the guy was like, "Oh, just a, just a small note." Yeah. I can't remember what I put on. Like but... tipping him for self harming. Yeah, really weird. strange. And they were clocking off coconuts off people's heads, weren't they? Mm. Literally like baseball bat in a coconut off someone's head. It was mental. <laughs> it was like it was like a 
He must have been eight, the kids. He, yeah. there, he almost looked like he was going to cry. He had a coconut balanced on his forehead. Yeah, but that was and the first one we like, saw. Yeah. He was really small and he had a sword and he was oh. whacking his back. And he would he would whack his back and then he'd turn and he'd whack it and he'd turn and to the music. And the music is overbearing. Like yeah. It's like it gets into your heart and it's like boom, 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 yeah. boom. And it's like, it's trippy as hell. what is happening? You know, and then the guy, he popped his eyes out, didn't he? Oh, yeah. With I the knives. Oh, shit. Were yeah. you not there? No, I totally forgot about <laughs> that guy. I, I remember filming him just being like, this is so fascinating. And he, he wanted you to film him, didn't he? He was coming yeah, right he looked up straight to the, the camera. camera. I got this killer shot of him. And he's like, yeah, popped his eyes out with these two blades, basically. They were mm. behind his eyes. Samurai swords. Yeah. It was mental. Really crazy stuff. We couldn't believe it. So, yeah, we were just we just had our lunch, like, we were just driving home. <laughs> just had our dinner. We were driving home. Just had a few ramekins, you know what I mean? I was ready to bring them back up. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys just smashing each other's backs with samurai swords and baseball bats and yeah, coconuts. But about. they were really happy that we were there. Yeah, like they loved the it. the crowd, they couldn't believe our reactions. They were all laughing at us because yeah. I couldn't look on some of them. I, I had to look away. Look, yeah. The worst one was that there was a guy. He had a sword and he was like rubbing the sword up and down his tongue, yeah, and there was blood, blood everywhere. I was like, this and is the guy who pierced so through his. If you go. From from the top of your tongue through the middle and down through your chin, that's oh. what he had pierced in. With and then a rod. he went, and then he as a guy on top of him, it went, it went through his arm. Then it was like a it was like a human kebab. We, yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was one of those rods, wasn't it, for a kebab? Yeah. Mad, just crazy. What a time! Crazy like, kids. It's just me and you. Like, that's what I loved about India. Like so many things happened like that where you just would never see that in any other country. And it was just on the side of the road. You didn't have to buy tickets. Mm, it was just no. a couple of guys just doing With it. With drums and, yeah. But can you imagine, like, you knowing that that's coming up? The guy who took the show. <laughs> yeah. What do you call him? The presenter. He he's was like, like the Bruce Buffer, wasn't he? He's like, Roger, you know what's coming up. I want you to be the main guy who... who... The MC. No, no, the, the main guy who, like, pierces himself on Thursday there. night. And you've got to say yes, you know what I mean? I want you to be number one kebab. Yeah, because this is part of their religion. Mm. So imagine Roger, like, Wednesday night thinking, oh, my God, look what I've got to do tomorrow night. Do you reckon he's shitting himself? Warming his chin up. Absolutely. Like, you've just got to go for it. Or <laughs> imagine he started crying. He's going, I'll do it. But please don't spit on it because I don't think it's very healthy. I might catch something. You never know. It might have actually been his brother that was supposed to be there, but his brother was like, <laughs> I can't do it. His cousin brother. His cousin brother. <laughs> Either or. Ma- so, madness, yeah. madness. That was literally, like, we didn't film separate days and put them all together. That was one day, day in India, all of that. I'm knackered just talking about that. I know. We lived through that. Hell of a day. Freaking brilliant day. Like, great start to Mumbai, though. We were bu- like we were buzzing after seeing that, mm. but we were also, like, mortified and very shocked at the same time. But that's what we, we kind of wanted to see, those sort of back alley experiences that you would yeah, never get to 100%. see if you went with somebody on a bus oh, or... on a train, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. It was insane. And, um, and that wasn't... The worst part... The thing that upset me the most... Was like because upset, we. Babes. I was a little bit upset. Yeah. What upset you? Ah, uh, we just didn't have enough time, did we? No. I would have spent two weeks in Mumbai if we could have. Two weeks. I'd live there for a bit. I would it was love to fascinating do that. because the on that festival there was a guy who was like, "Give me a number." He's like, "If you want to see some more stuff like this, I'll show you oh around my God, Mumbai." Yeah. Remember? Remember. And we were like, "Oh, we've got to leave tomorrow afternoon." That's right, because we had to. We we this was a challenge, you know. Get yeah. to, from the north to the the south, and we'd spent three weeks getting the rickshaw, which really ate into our time. Mm. We had eight weeks altogether to do it. Two months. Yeah. So the next day, we weren't quite finished in Mumbai. 
um, we decided to set ourselves a little challenge in one of the markets. Oh, yeah. Go to market. I remember. <laughs> what was the budget? Can you remember? It was five British pounds. Was that it? Yeah. So, and we had to get an outfit, including shoes, was it? Not including shoes. No, including That would have been way funnier. We should have done that. Including an accessory. That's what it was. Yeah. So this is basically the first time that I'd sort of gone off on my own in India. Mm. Um, and I, I was I was nervous to know what it would feel like to be like a solo woman traveller. Because mm. I'd read so much. And obviously, whatever happened in Pushkar happened. And I was just like... that. I don't think that was on my mind, though. Because we were in a busy... A busy area, busy market, and I was, you know, ready for the challenge ahead. Mm. But it was so different when you weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. So I set off on the challenge on my own and, and straight away, you can see it on the vlog, guys are like, madam, madam. Hello, madam. Hello, madam. Like, literally calling me over, like... I. It was a market. Uh, it was a market, but did they call you overloads? No. No. Yeah. It's because you fit, babes. I didn't look like Peter Pan then. I actually looked worse. You should have seen the state of me. No, when that guy was like, are you a man or a woman? Oh, my God. Craig. Oh, my God. Sorry to bring that up. It was so funny. So this was, was like... so cheeky. Little bastard, I it was know. was at a petrol station, At a petrol it? station. And I, I, I've had, like, joggers on, I think. This was when it was colder up north. And I just bought this, like, big yellow and black, like, ski jacket for, like, three quid that I was loving. And I think I must have had... Did I have, a, a like, a, a beanie on? Yeah, you did. Did and I or glasses. didn't I? Yeah, you had a beanie. And he said to me, are you a man or are you a woman? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Did we talk about this in one of the other podcasts? I can't remember. I cannot remember. It was funny, though. I was. I looked at his mate, and his mate, his mate sort of said, you can't say that, that's rude. Yeah. And I was like, are you joking? <laughs> and I tried to speak because I wanted him to hear that my voice was quite feminine. <laughs> I'd like to think. Is it? And I think I stop it. <laughs> Give me a bloody complex now. I've got no way. Call me Peter from tomorrow. Give me a bloody complex now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got wigs. I'll put them on. I'll just oh, sleep in one tonight. Make me feel better. <laughs> Where were we? Back to the market in Mumbai. The market. So yeah. So um, I kind of like took a time out halfway through. Um, and just sort of sat down and talked to the camera a bit and said how it was very different to, to go on my own. But, you know, if you talk to people and you smile at people, it's nothing more than just them being intrigued mm. by the look of you, you know? Yeah. It was interesting. Um, it was quite tough in our market to barter with. It, it was, was a small in mind, one, there was it? There was no other Westerners there either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we basically we bought each other ridiculous outfits. So if you've seen the videos, the vlogs, then you would see what we got up to. Um, what did you buy me? So you ended up with lobster shorts. Oh, my God, yes. A, v, a V-neck T-shirt. Oh, can you not? Okay. In, in, like, electric sky blue. Um, no offence to anyone that wears V-necks, but they're just not my style. Do you know what I mean? I just don't look right in it. I don't have a little bit of hairy chest to uh, go out the top of it. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Hairy chest. Hairy chest and that, to go out the top. And then you had a beautiful Dolly Parton-esque um, hat. I believe I've still got that. bow on it. Yeah. It... Stinking it was, and you loved it. <laughs> it was, like, pink... Weird, just like cheapo material with like a with like a ribbon going around the, the middle, <laughs> a ribbon. like a proper like from the thirties. Yeah, it was old school. Stinking. I loved it. What I, did I end I up? I was with? happy, apart from the V neck. Um, I got you a pair of three quarter length. Oh wow! Another thing, if you wear three quarter lengths, get in the sea. You were like, go and see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. 
I can't remember what. Just take they a were. pick. If you if you either wear shorts or you wear trousers, you don't need in betweens. <laughs> hey, listen, you ain't got one. You can't tell nobody how to dress. I'll tell a fellow with three quarters to chip <laughs> off. And then for a t-shirt, I bought you. Oh, what did it say? Eyes that do not cry, do not see. <laughs> Bit of Indian philosophy. This is how deep Indians are, though, and I love it. I really feel like I don't think like men would have that much of a problem with their mental health in India because yeah, I feel like not. they're all really deep. They hold hands, don't they? Yeah. Men, men, men friends hold hands in the street. Men friends. Men friends. This is my men friend. <laughs> my friend. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> we always say that because one of the attack, one of the rickshaw boys said it. Oh, the rickshaw boys. On yeah. the camera when we, I shook his hand. He went, "My friend." So every time we say "my friend," I think we said it a couple of. A couple of vlogs ago, oh, a couple we? of podcasts ago. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, so it's really cool that I think Indian men are much more open with their feelings, which mm. is really cool. So, yeah, um, eyes that do not cry, do not see. And what else? I gave you, well, we supposed to get, obviously, the hat was the accessory for me, mm. but I couldn't think of what to get you. So I bought him a water pistol, but I couldn't barter for the good one. He wasn't having any of it. So I got, like... The second best one. Um, and then you lost it, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what happened I, g- I gave it to you and I was like, you've got five seconds to tell me what this is. Because it was like a long stick. Like a stick that you'd use to go hiking with. And you were like, I can't... I don't think you remembered what it was, did you? What do you mean I didn't remember? Oh, you didn't know what it was, did you? But it was like one you had to like open and then squirt. Like con- contract it back into itself. FYI, for the people out there wondering what I had and how it worked. There is... Water pistol. I'm, I'm doing... Moving on. <laughs> doing the signs, but nobody can see. No, I know. Yeah, we'll have to film this. We will have, we've will. we We've decided we're going to film Series 3, whatever that's going to be. Our podcasts. Because Amy doesn't stop moving her arms. You can't see her, but she's like yeah. a mime artist over here. <laughs> so, yeah, we bought these outfits and, and the whole purposes of it was that we had to wear them the next day that's right yeah <laughs> that's right who won what was the thing you bloody lost your water pistol didn't you well you didn't even get to use it that would have been so much fun what was the ch- it was that you have to be under a certain amount we both did it though didn't we yeah so we both won i guess so yeah and we both wore the outfits oh, did we put a pot do we put it up on you instagram who would win no no we didn't okay we both won that's a bit shit <laughs> so that was basically our time in mumbai we did wear it the next day, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So that'll be on the next podcast. Oh, cork of a story with, with me wearing that going through that village. Um, I'm not sure how many we've got left because after Mumbai, we basically drove... Oh, no, we did Goa and then we did Corella. So we might have two left. Yeah. We might have one, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, summarise your Mumbai experience in one sentence. Culturally fascinating and fantastic. Tasty. Nice. Tasty. Tasty. <laughs> um, Ramakinleo tasty. <laughs> Ramakinlian. <laughs> there we go. The, from the uh, Bannister's mouth. So now to my favourite part of the podcast. Oh, here she goes. It's fact time, Craig. Captain flipping facts. What have you got for me this week? Well, you remember last time I said that I couldn't really find any more facts on India, even though there's probably millions. Oh, yeah. But you know, I like to I like to do good ones, mm-hmm. and I wasn't about to come at you with a rubbish one just because it was in India or based on India. So uh, I've got a few. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I'm actually going to ask you a question. Just typed in best facts ever. <laughs> See where it would take me. Do you know what I mean? See what we we can come up with. 
Why not? So, the hottest chilli pepper in the world is so hot, it can kill you. Really? Honest, it's a fact. Have you seen that woman eating them and smashing them in her eyeballs, though? I think you showed me that one day and I was mortified. She, she in a competition? She, she ain't dead. She's Indian though, isn't she? Oh, yeah. But see, well, see, I knew that it would come back round and it would link to India in some way. <laughs> <laughs> you need to find her name. If you haven't seen that video, it's mad. So, yeah, hot chilli in the world. What is it, like a million... What, what's the measurement? Killer joke? Killer something? I don't remember. Killians, uh, I don't know. But this one says it's of weapons grade. Oh my God, really? Yeah, that's what it says. It's called the Dragon Breath Chili Pepper. Wow, that sounds And basically, terrifying. it can cause an anaphylactic shock, burn in your airways, and then it makes them close up. Bloody hell. I wouldn't even go near that. We spoke to Mike Smith, who is a <laughs> hobby grower, and he mentioned that... Hang on, when did you speak to Mike Smith? <laughs> called him. He, he told me all about it. He's a good man to know, hobby grower. He said, I tried it on the tip of my tongue and it just burned and burned. So there you have it. Oh, I'd like... Killer. Now, the thing is, if I put it on the tip of my tongue, you'd end up having to swallow and it'd go in your throat and you're dead. And you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Mike's still alive. He rings me now and again. <laughs> I'll be growing. Tells me how his, um, how his growing's going. How his I'll be growing's going. What do they call those things that they grow in? His allotment. He's <laughs> got, got a great allotment. Got a chilly allotment. Okay, next question. Which country is visited more than any other? Not 100% sure if I might have asked you this already in the, in the podcast. France. Oh, I must have asked you it's that. Paris, isn't it? Everyone goes for Paris. That is the, the right answer. Don't know about the whole Paris thing, but France, yeah. What's India got to do with that? Nothing. It's just best fact ever. Well. <laughs> best fact ever. Come to think of it. Um, okay, uh, another question. What is the lowest temperature outside ever recorded? The lowest temperature. This is going to be in degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit? Why are you doing it Fahrenheit? You're not American. Because I wasn't sure how to exchange it. I'm not, I don't work in Fahrenheit, but I'll have a guess. Minus 450 Fahrenheit. Are you mad? What is it? Minus 144 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not that cold. Is uh, it not? No, I've heard of like minus 100 degrees Celsius before. Yeah, but Celsius and Fahrenheit are different, aren't they? Yes. I don't quite know how they work. But basically, this was in Antarctica. Don't bloody ruin my fact. <laughs> Antarctica next to India. Antarctica next to India. Just a few breaths of air at that temperature would induce a hemorrhage in your lungs oh and kill days. you. Wow. Yeah. Don't go there then. Yeah. Don't go outside of India. You stay put. <laughs> you will be fine. <laughs> Are you, is that it? Fact time. No, no, I've got I've got oh, one more God, fact. Still going. Go on then, love. How many now really think about this, don't go nuts. Yeah. How many babies do you think are born every second in the world? Mm. It's not a lot. Three hundred thousand. <laughs> every second, baby. Oh, every second, All right, let me have a thing. Three thousand. <laughs> um, hang on, wait there. Um three hundred. In a second? Yeah, three hundred babies. Four. Four in a four, second. Four babies are born a second. That's rubbish. That's isn't four, it? four, 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 four. Hang on, they're, they're very quick seconds. So, which means that there's 250 births each minute, which speed, means speed that there's 15,000 each hour. Which means but that. How many deaths are there, though? Which means that there's 360,000 babies born each day. How many do you think that is in, in a year? 
And rubbish at maths. 131.4 million babies are born every year. Crikey Moses. Do you know what I mean? I should have backed that up with a death one, shouldn't I? Yeah, because you've got to balance it out, haven't you? Yeah. Now you just now people are going to think that the whole world's too crowded because you haven't balanced it out. I haven't. Next time. I'll, I'll get that next time. <laughs> for all the people out there with OCD, we're really sorry about that. <laughs> so that is it for this week's episode of the Kinglet Podcast. Thanks for joining us, as always, lads. Thanks for having us. Thanks for keeping us in the top 10. Yeah. Because that's a fact. Look it up, chartable.com. And then, and yeah, if you haven't already, it would be brilliant if you could leave us a review because remember I said I wanted to become a famous podcaster and earn enough money to probably just live off that, be friends with Joe Rogan and that. And then, yeah, if you leave a review, that's what will happen. I mean, now that we're on lockdown, we've got no other choice. You can single-handedly make us a lot of money. And then we'll help you by providing entertainment. And facts, like you shouldn't go outside of India because if you step foot in Antarctica, you're going to die. And you'll end up mashing chilies in your eyeballs by accident if it wasn't for us. Yeah, and we we give out good facts like Shantaram, the book you should read, and um, also sending people to YouTube to watch that woman who puts chilies in her eyeballs. And now you know what a ramekin is as well. Do you know what I mean? Do you know how smart we are? All this guys? is free, guys. Do you know what I mean? We're not asking Actually, for much. Free. We just want your words. Yeah. And maybe like five stars. Don't put four, because I'll come round your house and I'll decapitate you, Nan. I won't do that. That's terrible. <laughs> that was horrible. I meant kneecap. Calm yourself down, will you? <laughs> also, we did have a, a four-star review from somebody who said, uh, this podcast has got some time to mature. And I thought, you know what? You need to grow up, mate. <laughs> if you are the person that has said that, email me and uh, we'll talk. We'll have words. We'll have stern words. So um, I'm going to plug this again because um, Amy loves it when I do. Go ahead. So we've got a newsletter which is going out. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's just like a podcast but in word form. And there's book reviews and there's like jokes and there's like just general life information that's going to make your day. Yeah, again, just an abundance of free stuff that we love and we're passing on to you guys. There's also like discounts and stuff off King and Merch and... Lightroom presets and all that. So uh, if you want to sign up, head over to our Instagram and click the link in the bio. Just a little um, FYI, small text. At the minute, uh, King and Merch is running a little bit slow if you have ordered some just because of the virus. And Coronavirus! The so uh, yeah, give us a message if you've bought something and you're unsure when the delivery is and we'll try and figure it out for you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. So that is it. Have you got any final words for people to go out and live their lives today? Probably not, because we've said, so that's it for about three times now. <laughs> so maybe we should just, we'll, we'll, we'll end this on, be like an Indian person. Hold hands with, maybe not right now, but in the future, hold hands with your best mate, whether it's a boy or a girl or a dog, doesn't matter. Um, eat loads of spicy food. Get, get a bit, you know, get a bit loose with what you try. Do you know what I mean, Craig? I know what you mean, yeah. You know, really, yeah. And book a trip to India. How about that? Yeah, maybe not anytime soon. If you would like to pay for me and Craig, we will come. I would yeah. love to go back. There's certain places we missed. And Still I talking. Back. One, two, three, bye. bye! Holy shit, that one was long.